Welcome to the Starter Girls podcast, the show dedicated to the starter girl. She's an achiever. She's a creator. She's a magic maker. She's a dreamer. And she is doing all the things. I'm your host, Jennifer Loading, and welcome to this episode. Here we are. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Starter Girls podcast. And I'm so excited about my guest today, Erica Berry. She is an intuitive energy healer and certified emotion code and body code practitioner. So I am so excited to chat with her today. You guys know we've had some guests on here before that have talked about energy and how we use it in the body. But Erica is like just amazing in what she does. And so I want her to come on here and just share a little bit about her work and what she's doing. And so Erica, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm super excited to be here. So it's going to be great. It's great. I'm so excited about what you're doing just because, you know, it's funny. A lot of the guests that I bring on the show share in my, my love for holistic health. And so everything that I try to do from the way I operate my business to the way I operate my health, my well-being, everything, I think all of it kind of comes together. And I try to take a holistic approach on all areas because I don't believe in putting band-aids on things. Like I said, whether you're running your business or whether you're trying to heal your body, I think that we have to get to the root of things to lead healthy lives, even as entrepreneurs. And so I'm so excited to hear about your work and what you're doing and um, how you're making a difference. So tell us a little bit about what this is that you are doing. So our our audience knows what this is. Yeah. Well, it's called emotion code and body code. It's the main modality that I use for energy healing. Um, So what I'm doing is helping people to get to the root of whatever it is that they feel blocked in, in their life. So whether you talk about entrepreneurs, whether that's that money doesn't flow to you easily, whether it's that you want more clients or you want more, you know, customers or more visibility, or you want to get out of your own way emotionally for, for whatever reason, or when it comes to your physical health, um, you know, like you're doing all the things you're going to a naturopath, you're seeing your regular doctor, your, your regular MD, you're going to the chiropractor, you're doing all these things. And you might still just feel like, ah, I just, I'm stuck still. Like I'm stuck in this place. And I know that there's got to be something out there that can get me over this hump where I can get to the real, to real deep healing. And so that's what I really love to do is people who have like tried a lot of things (laughs) and they're just feeling blocked or feeling stuck. And it's so awesome to get on the phone with them and to start talking to them about emotions and traumas stored in the body and how the, the cause of the cause of the cause is it always comes back to emotions and the baggage that we carry around with us from, from our, you know, just experiences in our life. And so when we start to talk about that, the, it's just light bulb. I mean, it clicks and it, it just makes so much sense to people. And so then we do the healing work together and we look at what are the emotional roots to all the different things that are going on in the body or and the emotional roots to things that are blocking you in your business or your relationships or whatever it might be. And we clear those things and the person just shifts. There's, a, there's just a big shift in consciousness. There's a big shift in how they actually experience First, there's an inner shift, but then things start to shift around them in their environment and in their body and things like that. So I, I like to just get in there and look to see what are the emotions and the traumas that are there. And they're always 
subconscious, I mean, not always, but so much of it is subconscious. We have no idea. So if I asked you if your shoulder hurt and I asked you, well, why is your shoulder hurt? And you're like, I don't know. You know, I injured it, but I don't know why it's not healing. I injured it like three years ago. You really don't know. And even if I said, well, maybe it's emotional. Okay, sure. You know, but what emotions, like what's the trauma there? And so, um, we get in there and look in the behind the scenes, basically like we tap into the subconscious mind and I just ask exactly what's going on there in the shoulder and we find what it is. And when we do that, freedom happens emotionally, but also the physical healing can take place. So, yeah, this is so good, Erica. You know, I saw something recently that I don't know what it was, if it was like a video I'd seen, cause I read a lot of stuff on this, you know, different things about healing and all of that. And one of the things I saw is that like people to your point that they found some kind of, I don't know if it was a study or what they did, but some connection between people and cancer and these repressed emotions, yeah. like holding stuff in. And like, yeah. I always say like, I'm kind of a, a volatile person. I'm very expressive. So my emotion like comes out. Like, I'm like, I'm not going to be one of those people because it comes out. Yeah. But they said something about like the, you know, these people that hold it in and don't ever release it out, you know, having more issues. And then I saw something else too about like, you know, kids that come from traumatic situations, like maybe their upbringing or something, how when they, you know, later on in life, they have a lot of these different issues that come up yeah. and they're tied back to this, like, well, I guess like complex PTSD stuff or whatever. So yeah. I'm saying to your point that, yeah, I think there's a lot of validity to this idea of, you know, these repressed emotions and things that we're not aware of that, yeah. that just really manifest. I mean, you know, like they, for me, like I can tell you, like when I get stressed, I get migraines, you know, and there's right. a direct correlation to my lack of sleep, lack of food and being stressed. I have a migraine. Yeah. And so yeah. I, I just, you know, just again, to your point can see the validity in this and, and the need for understanding this. Yeah, for sure. It's behind so many different things. Yeah. So what I have learned, and we, we learned this through Chinese medicine, but I learned it directly, of course, like through learning the body code, the emotion code, is that the, your organs and your glands actually create the frequencies of the emotions that we're experiencing. So like your liver, for example, creates the emotions of resentment and mm. anger and things like that. And so people who really struggle with emotional reactivity toward anger, right? And being frustrated, feeling like the world is just frustrating. They're going to have liver imbalances. So the liver actually creates this frequency. It's, it looks like a ball of energy about the size of your fist. If you were to let it be like, allow it to be there. So the three things we do with emotions is we suppress them consciously, like it's inconvenient to feel this. I'm just going to set it aside. We repress them where the subconscious takes care of that for us. Like this is not a safe thing. I'm going to repress it before you even, you know, try to process it at all, or we can vent it. And, you know, like sometimes getting it out there is just enough to suppress the rest. Like we feel like we've who let off the steam where you go and you like gripe to somebody about somebody else and you feel like it feels better because you're expressing yourself but what you're doing is just letting off enough and then suppressing the rest right and so like we what we want to do with these emotions as they come up is to neutralize them to make it okay like anger is a human emotion so to feel to feel peace about it like okay here comes anger this my old friend I see you there like we're kind of friends, like you're, you're with me a lot. So you let it kind of be there without feeling 
guilt about it and also without like wielding it around. So like I see you anger and you can kind of see it as an energy or as something that's with you and you give it space. You fully process that anger and eventually it runs out. The energy of that emotion runs out and it grows in size energetically and it actually leaves your body and leaves your energy field. And you've successfully processed an emotion of anger. You did a great job, right? Like you made space for it. You let it go. Well, if we decide that it's too uncomfortable or we're not supposed to feel angry, you have all these programs from outside you that teach you about anger. So then it just is, it's uncomfortable for you to feel that anger. Then you're going to end up keeping it in your body and it literally stays in your body and in your biofield. And eventually it's going to show up as symptoms. So it might've come from your liver, but it can actually get lodged anywhere in your body. So you're your shoulder could hurt and it could be an emotion of anger that's sitting there in the shoulder. And so that's kind of the process of how we end up trapping this energy. And of course it's negative, low vibrating energy and it's the opposite of healing, right? Like the highest and most healing of all of the energies and all the emotions is love, like pure, unconditional, unattached lovingness. But some of these other like non love emotions can become trapped and they really distort the energy field and they distort the way that the energy is able to flow through your body. And if energy cannot flow freely through the body, you're going to have malfunction of body parts and you're going to be emotionally reactive. (laughs) Yeah, this is good, Erica. Well, and I think the thing that I like that you're saying, and I think it's that the accepting the emotion, right? Because I think so often we have an emotion and then we feel bad about the emotion, right? Like we feel like we shouldn't be feeling that way, but you can't really control emotions. You can only control what you deal with them, how you react to the emotion, right? So you have to absorb the emotion and say, okay, I'm angry right now. Now the question is, what do I do with that anger? Like, how do I displace that? How do I let that get out? Right. And so I think this is so good. I, I, that's why I love what you're doing because I do think it's so important. And, you know, it's interesting. I did a, a workshop this past weekend And a lot of my work, you know, I talk about these four domains in our life, you know, being, you know, one is our health and our well-being. And then I talk about, you know, our careers and I talk about our relationships and I talk about our money and, and, and our time freedom. Right. And I always talk about that the number one category that we have to work on is the health and well-being because when we master the health and well-being, all the other things flow. So we get better at our relationships. We get better at our careers. We get better at everything because we're coming from a healthy state. Right. And I, and it's more so even the well-being, you know, yes, I, I'm a, you know, I've exercised for years and I'm a big fan of making sure we take care of, you know, physically the body, but I think the inside, the well-being part is so important. And that's really, I think where you're tapping into is that, that how we're processing our emotions and the, in the self-awareness, right. The mindfulness, all of that and how that's playing out. And, and it's true because I, I feel, you know, when I'm going through things, usually every time I look back when I'm having something, you know, because I have a condition that flares up and every time this thing flares up, if I look back to what's kind of going on, like, you know, pre, I don't want to say pre-date, it's not that far ahead, but like, you know, kind of just the precursors, I can see patterns going on right. in my life, like where things are a little bit chaotic, I'm feeling a little unstable, You know, and then I have to take that period of time to process and let it come down again, you know, and let it out. So I I love this that you're doing. I think it's huge and and important. For sure. Yep. So, so I want to, before I ask you this other question, I want to ask you, I just want to know how, because I think this is interesting. What led you to this? Like what brought you to wanting to do this kind of work? Yeah, that is a really good question. Um, I have always been a prayer 
(laughs) You know, I'm a Christian. I grew up being a prayer. I really felt that God and I were creating things together when I would pray for things. Um, And so I, when I, so the, the thing that kind of made me reach out to somebody and kind of discover this world of energy healing is that my neck and my back were always hurting me. And I'm going to the chiropractor three times a week for like years. And the chiropractors that I had, they were wonderful. They were friends of mine. They really did their best. But nothing was shifting in in my pain. And I've got little kids and I like to sit on the floor with them and play with them. And I was just, I, I would find that certain things would kind of take the edge off, you know, like certain things that I could take as herbs or whatever would kind of take the edge off. But what what was it? And I also, you know, I, I didn't think about this at the same time, uh, at that time, but at the same time, I was feeling just generally like frustrated, like irritated, just not happy, even though I had a beautiful baby boy, you know, like the whole staying at home with him and stuff, things just felt heavy and overwhelming, right? So like, I was just not feeling very happy and joyful in life. So I did not connect these at, at all at the time. Um, but what I ended up doing is finding a guy who did energy healing and I had like prayed about it for like six months before I jumped in because it's not typically what I was taught about when I was growing up. Right. Um, but it was such a cool experience where I'm on the phone with him and the pain goes away, like within a couple of minutes. And I'm like, what the heck did he just do? And the more that I like learned about it, I realized like, this is me. This is what I want to be doing because I really, I feel like we have the opportunity. I have the opportunity to hold faith filled space for people. And it's, it's your faith. It is the faith of, of me or of you or collectively it's the faith that's going to make a shift in a person's well-being. And so when we have faith, when we ask for things and we have faith, things happen. Things change. And so um, so what had happened then is just my neck felt better. And then just progressively, my, my neck and back started to feel better. And part of that was him doing energy work for me. But part of it was getting the tools that I needed to realize how important my emotions were. And really starting to look at what I was feeling and how to sit with those emotions, you know, through meditation, but also a great book that I really love is Letting Go by Dr. David Hawkins is a classic. And um, it that really changed my life. It really started me on the journey to learning the process of letting the emotions and the emotional energy go as it's coming up. And Gosh, when I did that, like my whole entire life changed. <laughs> Just making space for emotions, right? And like being okay that I'm feeling this emotion. And also the hope that you will get to the bottom of the bucket of that energy. Like you might have been storing up this energy for a long time, but there actually it does run out. It might take weeks that you sit with this emotion as it comes up, as maybe you're processing grief, the loss of someone you really loved. It could take weeks and weeks, but really just sitting with it and being present with it. Um, It just totally changed my life. And so that's where I realized that like energy is a real thing. And I also realized that I love people. I love helping people. I've always been into holistic stuff. And I just kind of felt like, yeah, food is great. 
you know, nutritional stuff. I love to garden. I love to exercise all these things, but I just kept feeling like, what's the next layer though? What's the next layer? And that's kind of where I felt like energy, energy is like the, it's infused in all things, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And so if we can get to the energy of things, we can really start to shift things. So well, I wrote that book down that you were talking about, but I was getting chills when you were talking about it because yes, it's funny that you, you talk about this because I always tell, I always say I have like this, I don't know what it's called. My friends call it like spidey sense. Okay. Because yeah. I pick up people's energy. Yeah. Like I can pick up when I'm in a room, like when I walk in a room. So I, when you talk about energy to me, I just get, get excited about it anyways, because I just feel people's energy. So when I walk into a room, whether it be in, at a party or networking or whatever it is. I can feel kind of the energy of the people in the room. And I know immediately if I need to be in this room or I need to leave, like I can just tell when I go in there, if it's, if it's going to be an environment that I feel safe in, that I feel like these are, these are upbeat people that have good, good vibes going on or if they don't, and I need to exit the room. And so I, like when I was listening to everything that you were saying, I was getting chills because I'm like, Oh, (laughs) like what you're talking about. We talk about energy, but yes, it is, it is everything. And when you talked about like, for instance, you know, doing the exercising and the eating and like, I do all that too. We have a little garden. I do the exercise. So like you, when I went on my, you know, cause I studied transcendental meditation. I've studied Reiki. Yep. I've studied all these different things. When I went into doing all this, mine started like in 2018 and it was because I was kind of like you were, I didn't have a little baby. My kids were older, but I was, you know, I was actually sitting, I think in a conference with Andrea Gebhardt at that time when I had this whole moment where I was like, you know what? Like I hate everything right now. Like from the outside in, everybody was looking in, my kids were doing well. I had successfully like like got put my nerve pain into remission. I had done all these cool things. I was running, but inside I was like dying. Like I was just like emotionally unwell. And that's kind of what's put me on my, like, I don't know what you want to call it, spiritual journey, whatever you want to call it. That's what kind of threw me into that space where I started doing all this research and looking into all these different things that would heal. And yeah. So much of it is, I, I think, like I said, it's our well-being. It's how yeah. we're processing emotion and how we're dealing with the things and accepting things. I, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, so all, everything you were saying, I was getting like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get it, Erica. I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. So I know you talked a little bit about earlier about the, the liver and manifesting anger and all that, which I think is so good. Thank you for sharing yeah. all that. But I know one of the things yeah. you're passionate about talking about is the heart wall. So yeah. maybe tap into that a little bit. Tell us a little bit about that. You don't have to give us everything because I do want these, you know, our audience to <laughs> check you out and go to you, but maybe share yeah. a little bit about that with us. Yeah. Well, 93% of people in the world have a heart wall. Um, the heart wall is something that our subconscious builds over the top of the heart and it's a protective barrier and it serves a very important function. And that is to lessen the blow of how our heart feels when we're going through hard things. So it does a good job of that. You know, it, it numbs us a little bit to some of those harder feelings of maybe like grief or it could be any, any of the negative emotions on the spectrum. So the subconscious mind just knows what to do to protect the heart. It's kind of like how when you walk outside and it's bright, like today it's nice and bright outside, 
like automatically my eyes will kind of do this, or maybe I'll want to put on sun. I don't wear sunglasses because I want to expose myself to the sun, but you know, like you try to protect yourself a little bit like, ah, it's bright. Or you walk into a loud concert and you cover your ears, right? So, you know, like your sensory organs, you just know, well, your subconscious mind knows what to do to protect the place where you are most sensitive and you feel the you feel all the things and it places this barrier over the heart and it's made of emotions. So it, it takes a bunch of trapped emotional energy and it puts it right over the heart. So it might be good for you at the time when you're going through the trauma, but if we never, it's like a bunker and the bombs are dropping, but if we never come out of the bunker, then what we end up doing is we walk around for the rest of our lives behind this big old wall And the way that you'll experience the wall is feeling a lack of connection with other people, feeling that you can't give and receive love at the level that you know is somewhere within you, but something is blocking you. You might just feel blocked in your life in general, blocked in your goals and in your dreams. Like you have this dream, but it's blocked. And literally that's because... Everything that we want to manifest comes from the heart. Like if we're in fight or flight mode and we have ideas, those are coming from our animal brain, right? But if we're really in a good space, a good and trusting space, we are sending signals out from the heart. And we also know that the heart is the commander in chief of your entire being. We know this because now we we measure it right? Well, we we can actually measure the frequencies coming off of the body. We used to think that the brain was the commander, but now we know that the brain obeys the heart. The the heart puts out more than 6,000 times the electromagnetic energy than anything else in your body. So your heart is like the thing that's creating the field around you. And it's also the thing, it sends out the energy and then it you know, comes back through your back. Like this is the thing that's like drawing things to you. You are the creator of your life. Literally everything that's in your life, good or bad, you have created. And so we we're doing that with the heart. So think about having this really beautiful dream of like, I don't know, you have this dream of having this really wonderful retreat healing center where people can come and they're healed. But then it has that dream, that frequency comes, starts at the heart. And it's a really beautiful thing in the beginning, but it has to pass through worthlessness and bitterness and anger and regret and grief, all of these like distorting vibrations. So this beautiful thing that starts out as, I don't know, something, a a beautiful butterfly now becomes like a gargoyle on the other side, right? It it doesn't, it's not the same. It's not the same frequency. It had to, it couldn't get through, right? And so I, my most favorite thing, If I could just make this, it is my mission. (laughs) If I could just do this one thing for people, it would be to set their heart free. And we do that by taking the layers of the heart wall away one at a time. You know, it takes, it does not take very long. And people experience a 180 in their life. I mean, just a total shift in so many things um, in their love life and their happiness and their joy the way that the things are operating around them, that they were trying so hard to make results happen and the results weren't happening. And suddenly it just comes to them more naturally. So gosh, I love setting the heart free. Yeah. So it's called the heart wall. 
That is awesome. Well, and I, you know what, Erica, I could tell, like, I can tell you're lighting up when you talk about this, which yeah. is so like awesome because I, I can just tell you, you are passionate and you're like, you're in a, you're, you're doing what you need to be doing. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Because I can tell you know, like all the people that I bring on between my two shows, this one and behind the dreamers, this is why I love what I get to do because I get to find people like you who are really passionate about what they do and they get yeah. to talk about it. And it's fun watching them light up and, and see their energy and you know what they're passionate about. But I think it is so important when we find that thing that we really love doing, because then we can do it without effort. It just, it flows yeah. freely and we know we're called to do it. <laughs> And um, I love what you're doing. I, I really do. And so this, this has all been great. I know we could talk forever because I could pick your brain. I know we could keep going, but I know you got things to do. You got, you got kiddos and all the things. But I do want to ask you, if our audience wants to get in touch with you, there may be somebody here that's listening to this today and it resonates and they're like, you know, I need to get in touch with Erica because I need to talk about some of these things. Where do we want to send them? Yeah, well, I have a a website. It's regenerative healing. So I love the word regenerate, regenerative. Yeah. I love regenerative agriculture, things like that. So regenerative healing dot a dot m e. Okay. And Perfect. I also have an Instagram page, Eric Berry underscore regenerative healing. So Okay. Very cool. We'll okay. make sure um when this gets together, Erica, I'll make sure that these links get in there so they know how to find you, you. via the website. Or yeah, the- and I also have the ability to do a discovery call, a free discovery call. It's, it costs you nothing. It allows okay. me to meet you, and there's never any pressure, and I love to just hear what's going on, and we see if it's a good fit for you. So there's that there's that option on that website. Okay. That's where yeah, I recommend absolutely. It. And that's on your site? They, they, yep. It's on discovery okay, call. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah, no, this is good. I'm sure somebody, I don't know, like I'm intrigued, but I want to get on your site and dig into a little bit more about what you're doing as well too, because I think there's some, some good stuff in all of this. Like I just listening to you were making me like kind of tear up listening to just all the things (laughs) you're talking about. So you're like hitting me with all of it. So very good. Well, I want to say thank you for sharing with my audience, because like I said, the purpose of this whole starter girls thing is all for me is about making women healthier all the way around, like in their business, you know, lives, in their relationships, in their health, their well-being. But I know it starts with the stuff that you're talking about because it always is the the well-being. Our well-being is dictates everything. It, it, yeah. it everything from yes. out. And so yeah. I, I love what you're doing, and I just want to say thank you so much for sharing with us today. And um, yeah. keep doing your thing. Okay, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And to our audience, of course, if you enjoy our show, please be sure you go check us out on Apple. Give us a rating over there. Check check us out on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and be sure you check out Erica's work. And uh, as I always say, take care of yourselves, be safe and be kind to one another. We will see you next time.